Really Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about the Salem Witch Trials. We're going to try to switch it up today. We're going to try and we're going to do a two-parter of this because there's a lot to cover with Salem Witch Trials and witches. Um, But I'm going to try this once more. I did terrible the first time and Sabrina's coached me. And I feel like through her divine grace, I'm going to be able to get through my part and let her take the reins because she's going to do a great job, guys. I don't think you did a terrible job (laughs) all the time we tried it, Um, but I am so excited for you to try it again. I'm going to go ahead and let you read the topic summary. Oh my gosh. Thank you. In the 1600s, the town of Salem, Massachusetts was seemingly overtaken by witches. During this period of time, more than 200 people were accused of witchcraft and 20 individuals were killed. Let's discuss exactly what happened during these trials and why they occurred. Let's talk about why we chose this one. For one, fun, right? I mean, not fun that the people died. (laughs) Fun? I can't wait. (laughs) Not necessarily. It's because Sabrina has a cat named Salem, and we just thought one day this would be really fun to cook up yes, and just do a whole absolutely. episode over it. Yeah. Well, actually, this topic idea was your idea, and I was a little apprehensive. This is something I wanted to do farther down the road um, because I was like, man, there's going to be so much research that goes into this. And I didn't know if we were ready, but you said, you know what? We're ready. Let's do it. And I was like, okay, that's fun. Let's do it. We. We're definitely going to research a little bit more. I just found like the very basic facts for the history. That's why I was like, I can do this part. I can do a little bit of the history. (laughs) I can do a little bit of the discussion. And then we have a surprise fun activity that we're going to do a little later on. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so fun. I can't (laughs) wait. It'll be as fun as it can be talking about the Salem witch trials were actually, (laughs) they were horrific. And it was really sad that um, these people mostly women got accused even though they weren't guilty they were still found guilty and and killed that is awful but we're gonna we're gonna be respectful of that while also having a little bit of fun i know know? i have a family history of witches i know you do yes you have told me but please tell the audience because this is actually fascinating i know so i have a family history of witches my um grandpa grew up in like very not early 1900 Chicago, but like on the front end of it, you know, he's he's a little old man. And Ford was made. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a little bit after that, but his aunts. Um, so I guess that they would be my great aunts mm-hmm. if they were his aunts. They had a triad of witches. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. And so he had told me that we were related to witches and that we have a very deep past with them but he was he was too scared to tell me for this episode everything no. that he had seen are you serious because mm-hmm. i called scared. him and i asked him mm-hmm. he's like he doesn't want to speak evil into the world of what had happened i'm scared i literally <laughs> i'm like looking behind me in the camera and i'm scared <laughs> i know it gives me chills he was like we have to he's like in our family we just have to be very sensitive about you know trying to play with like ouija boards and everything because we have had a close connection in our bloodline to witches so that is, that's fascinating it yeah. it is and like i've always kind of thought that and i've talked about this with my mom who is 
you know, really fascinated by the stuff that we're fascinated by. And I think it boils down to your intentions. I really do. I think if you have like pure positive intentions and you're putting out that positive energy, you won't be drawing in that negative evil energy. Do you agree? I do. I do agree because I feel like a lot of religions, you know, like the Wiccan religion, you know, I don't feel like everybody is necessarily evil or the things that they do are evil. You know, like if you put together some like holistic herbs and spices, like to help, mm-hmm. like with a cold, is that mm-hmm. witchcraft? And do you consider that evil? Like personally, I'd like if somebody made something for me, if I had a stuffy nose in the Midwest, but I don't know. It's just apparently our family has an evil history of it. He said that he saw. And this is the only thing I could get from him. He oh was very gosh, nervous. I know. I'm nervous. <laughs> He's very scared as a child. He said he saw um, like tables levitating and them chanting, but he wouldn't tell me anything else other than that. I'm just like imagining like practical magic right in front of my eyes. I know. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Gerald's telling the truth. I feel like we do have history of witches in our family. So I just, you know, this topic fascinated me just from that aspect and so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into how everything got started and yeah I think that's I have cold chills <laughs> just like thinking about like like him just saying like I'm too scared to like tell you what happened like that gives me cold chills but thank you for sharing what he did tell you because yeah. I feel like we need to go visit Gerald <laughs> I know let's go visit him let's go interrogate him and demand that he tell me exactly everything that he saw Yes. I feel like I got the vibe that he was trying to protect me from being scared, but I'm just, I'm more fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) And their last name is Webb. So I feel like that's fun. I always like to share that. Yeah. I like that. That's that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Did you ever have to read the crucible in school? Okay. I literally don't know what this is. You were texting me about this earlier (laughs) and I straight up was like, wasn't there like a movie about Jesus Christ called the crucible? Am I right about that at all? <laughs> is that not a movie about Jesus Christ? The crucible? Uh, there's like Jesus Christ superstar. And then there's the passion <laughs> of Christ. Hold on. Let me Google it more. Jesus, Jesus Christ movies. Jesus Christ. Not Chrysler movies. Jesus Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> there's the care of Christ. Paul, the apostle of Christ. Um, Risen. Any of those you think? No, it God's literally not dead. I straight up was just like the crucible, that story about Jesus. Oh, Jesus of Nazarene. I'm wrong about that, I guess. So tell me what the crucible is, please. Oh. Um, the crucible was the playwright. It was made in 1953 by R. Arthur Miller. R.L. Stein. <laughs> yep he was kicking it back then too he wrote how people were persecuted oh communists too that's thrown in there i guess he decided to write about um salem and the puritan colonists in massachusetts and the author depicts the isolated theatric society in constant conflict with the native americans okay yeah um we're gonna talk about that and the whole thing of the Salem witch trials when they were happening so like when the women were actually like being brought into the courthouse and all that jazz and this is all turned into a play yeah wow 
I want to see it. I'm very curious. They made a movie in 1996 and it's got one. That's probably what I'm thinking about. And I just thought it was about Jesus because I was like, crucible means cross, right? I mean, they, yeah, they bring it up. So like he was crucified on a cross. That's, Mm -hmm. I guarantee I just made that connection in my head. Yeah. Well, I should watch it. I'm curious about it. I know the story. So I'll give you a little summary and then we'll talk about it a little bit. in a a little bit yeah so in the puritan new england town of salem massachusetts a group of girls goes dancing in the forest with a black slave named tichuba while dancing they are caught by the local minister reverend paris one of the girls paris's daughter betty falls into a coma-like state oh my gosh don't tell anymore you're gonna spoil (laughs) all the stuff that i wrote about (laughs) sorry i'm sorry Um, we should just get into it because we're gonna spoil everything i know i'm just so pumped you know respectfully i'm pumped to learn more about it and to dive in and to educate you guys because we did a lot learning about yes yeah we can be excited to learn about it Mm -hmm. not excited that it happened per se, but excited to learn more and educate ourselves. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and like Savannah mentioned earlier, this will be a two part episode. So we're releasing the first part this week and the second part will be released next week. So if you like this, come back for part two. Yep. So I'll let you take it away, Savannah. Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous. I have big (laughs) shoes to fill for just a little little sliver, a little piece of the pie. I'm always like to jump in and say my two cents about things, but it's your turn now. So you just kick back, relax, drink some wine. Here we go. So we're going to talk about the history of Salem. Let's get into it. 4,000 years ago, the Namkeg tribe settled the area between Medford, Mass, and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Not, I'm not a very geographic person. I'm just going to picture New Hampshire. Yeah, I don't even know where New Hampshire is, to be honest. I know that's bad. It's um, kind of by New York, but not. Okay, Okay. Uh, that's all I need to know. It's east. But think like 1600s adorable i love okay. it yeah i'm i'm picturing cute little fall leaves and a lot like, of woods no yeah, buildings a lot of woods <laughs> <laughs> from 1616 to 1619 an epidemic breaks out in the native american villages in new england and hits the Namkeg tribe hard greatly reducing their numbers oh so kind of already off to a bad start yeah absolutely it is <laughs> yep so and this was before puritans came yes colonized okay got it i I don't know dates in history so hang in wait (laughs) it says villages in new england and hits the Namkeg tribe hard so maybe they're starting to come in because you know we reflect a lot about the colonists bringing in diseases to the native americans and you know killing them so I think we're kind of seeing a little bit of them, but they're not settled into the area yet. Okay. Seven years later, 1626, Roger Conant, he is credited for being the founder of Salem. He's described as a peaceful Puritan leader. So I'm thinking the guy on the front of the oats jar. That guy. Yes. <laughs> no, those are those are the Quakers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Shut up. They're called Quakers. Yes. There was the Puritans and the Quakers. I only know this because I listened to a history podcast like very recently because I'm bad at history. But there were the Puritans and the Quakers. And the Quakers are the guys um who are like the the guys on the Quaker Oats box. 
Sorry to correct you. That's like going to be the only time I correct you because that's about the only piece of history I know. So, oh my god that's so embarrassing <laughs> sabrina take over i can't no i'm sure they like look the same i'm sure i just corrected you for absolutely no reason <laughs> no thank you thank god <laughs> thanks for thanks for having my back so a group of settlers from the failed colony of gloucester arrived in the area with the natives called the nom keg and this would be modern day salem they settle it um, Conant serves as the settlement's governor. So he comes in with this group of settlers. They already failed their previous colony. Don't know how. This is their redemption story. Um, <laughs> Everybody loves a good comeback story. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The Massachusetts Bay Colony Charters confirmed. So they're allowed to like colonize there. Nomkeg is renamed Salem, a Hellenized version of the Hebrew word shalom, which means peace, in Aww, honor I of a peaceful, yeah, a peaceful agreement between Indicott and Conant, which I don't know who Indicott is. You know what? Should I research a little bit more? Here we go. <laughs> you guys look up who it's Indicott okay. is and then comment okay. on one of our posts. That's so nice, though. They were just like, you know what? We love each other. Let's call this Shalom Salem. I didn't know that Salem was a Hellenized version of Shalom, but that's really ironic considering what happened in Salem. Now, I had to look up what Hellenized means. That was a very big word. And it means like made Greek or like another form of a different language. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> In 1630, on June 12th, John Winthrop and the Massachusetts Bay Company reached the New World and land in Salem, but the village cannot accommodate all these new settlers, so they continue on to Charlestown and eventually settle in Boston. They Basically, huh? They got kicked out. I know. They were like, we just don't have room for you. You got to go. And then... From between then and my next one in 1984, there was just a lot of birthing and babies and houses and property and settlement and shit. So like that's... Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that are happening today. <laughs> they just kept Nothing's doing them. changed too much. Yeah. So I've got three more facts and I'm going to turn it over to you for the next part. But in awesome. 1684, the John Ward house was built by colonist John Ward. <laughs> Shocker. Um, on, <laughs> on Essex Street, the Essex County Jail, later known as the Salem Witch Jail, is built now and it's on St. Peter Street. Oh my gosh. I've heard bad stories about this jail, to be honest. Not haunted stories, like the conditions of the jail, which we'll get into in part two, but I didn't know that it was named after John Ward. Mm -hmm. So the Nomkeg tribe kept coming back each year and they would stay on like the outskirts of the town but they would like come and just like verify that they were like still owning the land like it was theirs and the settlers bought the rest of the land from the Nomkeg tribe for 20 English pounds which is $23 oh my yes. gosh if I could buy land for $23 <laughs> the way I would have so many acres <laughs> So in 1692, the Salem witch trials begin. And that's when you're going to start. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. 
thank you for that beautiful, beautiful introduction <laughs> of history. Savannah, you. you did great. I feel like Round I should of applause just... for you. <laughs> great job. Thank you. I'm writing your coattails. I'm ready. I'm so yeah, right. pumped for you to do this next <laughs> part for me. Well, I'm here to talk about what started the Salem witch trials. So interestingly enough, Salem, Massachusetts wasn't the first area to start accusing people of being witches. From the 1300s until the end of the 1600s, Europe actually went through a whole witchcraft phase, or they actually called it a witchcraft craze. That's so cute. I know, isn't it? It's like, yay, witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Except it wasn't like that at all. My God, no. (laughs) Right? Thousands of people, mostly women, were accused of being witches and killed, which is just awful. So this idea of witches and people practicing witchcraft wasn't at all new. However, Europe wasn't the reason that Salem started their witch trials. Okay, so in 1689, there was this guy. His name was Reverend Samuel Paris, um, who was Salem's first ordained minister. And he was generally kind of disliked by all the Puritan townsfolk. And basically it was because he was really rigid and greedy and the townsfolk associated that behavior with the devil. It makes sense. Rigid, yeah, I mean, greedy. Just like um, Stingy Jack. He's <gasps> greedy too. He exactly. made it back in the story. I'm so glad you linked him in. Yeah, of course. But how could I not? <laughs> and in 1692, his daughter Elizabeth, who was nine years old at the time, and his niece Abigail Williams, who was 11 years old at the time, started having what can be described as fits. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sound worse than they are. Oh um, these fits usually looked like screaming and throwing items, making weird sounds, and contorting their bodies in weird positions. And when a local doctor came to examine these girls, he blamed it on witchcraft. <laughs> You believe that? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, working in the mental health field, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can have so many diagnoses. And it's like witchcraft. I wish I could it's just witchcraft. <laughs> this that's just it. It solved everything. Witchcraft. Yes. Um, thumbs up. It's an umbrella. It just encompasses so much. The <laughs> <laughs> like girls reading. Witchcraft. <laughs> so this doctor, William Griggs, actually took the suggestion of a neighbor to make this witch cake. Have you heard about a witch cake, Savannah? No. So the crucible? I'm so scared. <laughs> so this cake is made with the victim's urine. Nope. Yeah, immediately nope. no. And then it's fed to a dog. Nope. And that's because dogs are considered familiars of witches. What about so- the cats? I know, right? They saved the cat. Thank goodness. Like I'm more of a cat person, so I'm fine with it, but no animal abuse all around. But it's said that when the dog ate it, it would fall under a spell and reveal the name of the guilty witch. So it was going to out the girl who was a witch, which just seems slightly impossible to me. How does I don't know it about reveal you. the name? Because it can talk because it's under a spell. Thank, I don't know. (laughs) Well, when this brought no answers, Paris was outraged and the young girls were then pressured to point out their torturer. Now, it's important to note that some of my sources said that it was Paris who pressured them. And some of my sources said that it was the magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne. So just, you know, just so you have that information. Mm -hmm. And the girls blamed three women, Sarah Good. Sarah Osborne, 
in Tituba. And I do want to take a second to talk about Tituba because I feel like she's a very important part of the story. She was technically, and I don't like to use this term, but she technically belonged to Samuel Paris, but she was also considered a part of the Paris family. She was very, very close to Elizabeth and would even eat and pray with them at the table. Yes. I saw that she was a slave to this family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Really it's just it's it's very sad. It's that time period, but it's it's still awful. And then the girls blame her, which we will get into next week in our next episode when we actually dive into what happened during the trials and a lot of the methods that they used to get people to confess. But before we head out, we have Savannah has a fun little activity for us planned. I know. So we're not going to dive too much into the trials, but in order to kind of revisit some of my trauma from school, We're going to (laughs) read a little bit about the crucible. So I have asked that Gage and Zach would join us and read a little parody of the crucible playwright. So yes, we are going to do that. It's just going to be a little parody, a little skit, kind of get you guys ready for next week. This is a parody of the crucible. What did you call it? The Crunchable. The Crunchable. These will be sufficient. (laughs) Sit down, children. Silently they sit. Your friend Mary Warren has given us a deposition in which she swears that she's never saw familiar spirits, apparition, or any manifestation of the devil. She claims as well that none of you have seen these things either. Now, children, this is a court of law. The law based upon the Bible. The Bible writ by Almighty God forbid the practice of witchcraft and describe death as the penalty therefore. But likewise, children, the law and Bible demand, oh damn, sorry, all bears of false witness. Now then, it does not escape me that this exposition may be devised to blind us to Hawthorne. It may well be that Mary Warren has been conquered by Satan, who sends her here to distract our sacred purpose. If so, her neck will break for it. But if she speaks true, I bid you now drop your gill and confess your pretense. For a quick confession will go easier with you, Abigail rise she rises slowly is there any truth in this no sir <laughs> in a moment sir what is this dancing i mr proctor abigail leave the girls to the woods your honor they have danced there naked your honor this mr paris discovered them in the dead of night there's the child she is mr paris i also paris Oh, shit. No, I'm Paris. I can only say, sir, that I've never found any of them naked. And this man... But you discovered them dancing in the woods? Excellency, when I first arrived from Beverly, Miss Paris told me that. Do you deny it, Mr. Paris? Oh, shit. I do not, sir, but I never saw any of them naked. Oh, my God. It's my only part. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) I, sir... Excellency, will you permit me? <laughs> Point of Mary. Pray proceed. You say you never saw no spirits, Mary. We're never threatened or affected by any manifest of the devil or the devil's agents. No, sir. And yet, when people accused of witchery confronted you in court, you never seen their spirits came out of their bodies and choked you. That were pretense, sir. I cannot hear you. Pretense, sir. Okay, we're going to stop there. <laughs> we chose it because I was like, that's just a little snippet. Don't die. I'm trying not to. She's having a fit. Oh, my God. 
Burn her at the stake. <laughs> Does she float? Is she a duck? <laughs> Ducks float. I picked that one because it sounds ridiculous, right? Like we're laughing. But like this, like legit was a thing. Like they had like swore that these girls were dancing naked in the woods and being witches. But like when they hear it and you like hear it out loud, you're like, that sounds so stupid. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. I like I like doing that little skit with Gage and Zach. But we have to play our guest star game. Oh, yes. So Gage, Hello. this game is called Kill or Comrade. You will pick a number between 1 and 31. Oh, yeah. I listened to you guys do this last time. I'll do 12. The Candyman. Will you kill him or will you become his comrade? I don't think Candyman really does comrades. So I think, (laughs) I I mean, I guess most villains don't do comrades. He'd be a handy one to have, though. You don't want to be the candy lad? (laughs) The candy lad. (laughs) I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. <laughs> I mean, you know, he does have that handy ability to just like, what's he do? Like go through oh, mirrors I've literally or never seen Candyman. I didn't see the new one. I saw the old one whenever I, I was he younger. He goes through mirrors, sure. I don't know. Well, he does, you say his name three, he's like e- like eviler Beetlejuice, right? I guess so. Because you so. say his name three times and then he comes and messes you up. I guess. Are Isn't you that Bloody him? Mary? Are you thinking of Bloody Mary? Yeah. Because she but- has a mirror too. Yeah, this, they did the Candyman. It's the same thing, yeah, isn't it's the, it? Same yeah, concept? it's the same concept. Oh, interesting. I don't think he would. I don't think he would be down with me. So I guess I would have to fight him. I would have to go for the kill. <laughs> I don't know if I would be successful. But how would you how go, would you go about it? Salt, a candy's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, I would just bring a dentist. And... Or you would like show up as a disguised as a giant cavity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say his name three times and then say okay. it three more times. Maybe that makes him disappear like Beetlejuice. I'm not sure how it would work. That way People I are know. Just idiots and they don't say it six times. <laughs> and that way I know it's like, oh, he's going to apparate from said location. I could just be there ready to go and then make him show back up there and, uh, kill him i don't know i'm i don't i don't think i would be successful i think i would. I was getting ready to say you don't have a solid plan of action i don't have a plan i, I don't think you would survive gage i'm sorry x you no. lost the game yeah that's fair we will rate your answer on a scale from one to ten i rate it a 3.4 i'm gonna give you a lower i'm gonna give you a 1.3 i threw it a love one all right <laughs> But thanks for joining us, and Gage. Thank you, Gage, our editor, our editor. of our show. Yes. Thank you so much you for it. doing all of our sound effects and all that fun jazz. Now give me back my earbud. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. So I'm excited to really kind of get into the rich and deep history of like what happened at the Salem Witch Trials next week and what caused like these girls to be having these symptoms of witch convulsions and fits i'm too i'm really pumped and i'm glad that they were able to join us for a little skit so we could get a good taste into what we're going to be diving into next week yes so thanks for joining us and talking about part one of the salem witch trials as we're recording this we have 47 days until Halloween. We're ready for it. If you like our podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can get regular updates on when our podcasts are released. We release every Monday. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy our humor and our voices, 
Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at Slightly Scary Pod. And we just made a Twitter. And our Twitter handle is Slightly Scary 13. So give us a follow on there too. Thank you guys. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. The mic cut out and I thought you said Quakers. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I would have so many Quakers. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> be swimming in Quakers. <laughs> Quaker oats. <laughs> Sign me up. Delicious. <laughs> oh, maybe you're Dan Ford. <laughs> no. Sabrina's She's Hawthorne. Both. No, I'm Hale. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Time out. You you said I do not, sir, but I have never saw any of them naked. You did not say, but she have danced. But she have danced. Why was that so sexy? Honestly, <laughs> why were we talking about naked people so what, much? What, that was a that was a choice that you made. No, I mean, well. <laughs>